1: I can't stop laughing. I love it. Let's just get this walk started, baby. Woo-woo! Guys, how do you talk about life when you haven't even lived at all? And how do you talk about love when the only thing you love is your dog? I don't know.
0: In what continues to be just one horrible year, that is 2020, on September 18th, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. She was born March 15th, 1933 in Brooklyn, New York, and she made her way through Cornell where she graduated at the top of her class in 1954 she married her husband Martin she had uh, many personal struggles with cancer not only for herself but her husband who was diagnosed with cancer when she was a 1L in law school Uh, she was a revolutionary really she Um, was the first female member of the Harvard Law Review she did ultimately transfer to Columbia Law School which is where she graduated first in her class in 1959 Uh, she went on to um, do many remarkable things in the face of gender discrimination during the 60s She just never gave up, really. Um, I don't even know what else to say about her. I mean, she was just such an amazing person. Notorious RBG. Um, She... Jimmy Carter appointed her to the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia in 1980. She served on that court for 13 years until 1993 when Bill Clinton appointed her to the Supreme Court. Uh, She was a liberal voice on the court, but she, um, I think, had a true respect for the law, and uh, she she was a very um, interesting and lovely woman from all things that you could see. Of course, people are talking now about her uh, friendship with very conservative Justice Antonin Scalia, who Passed away in early 2016, and there's just so much connection there that has nothing to do with their friendship, but just that the Republican Senate uh, refused to give any schedule any hearings to confirm. Uh, Barack Obama's nominee Merrick Garland to the Supreme Court saying that uh, that you shouldn't appoint Supreme Court justices in an election year. Of course, the hypocritical pieces of crap that the Republicans are now think that with you know less than two months to the election, they should be able to force someone through because it's a Republican White House and a Republican Senate. So I guess what they're saying is that when those two... Um, are controlled by the same party, then the people don't get a voice. The upcoming election doesn't matter. Because otherwise I can't really follow the logic between 2016 and 2020. If there wasn't enough time in 2016 to confirm Obama's replacement for Scalia and the people had a right to be heard in that election year because this is different because a Democrat controlled the White House and the Republicans controlled the Senate. How does this make sense? I feel like the Republican Senate is basically saying we will only work with a Republican president. To me, I would be looking at ways to indict Mitch McConnell specifically for treason and high crimes and misdemeanors. Anyway, getting away from... The RBG uh, tribute. She just beat cancer so many times. She was famous for her descent collars that she wore. You always knew when RBG was going to dissent. Um, Just a very thoughtful legal giant for such a tiny person. Um, I mean she just did a lot for this country a lot that many people won't even appreciate and of course some crappy right-wingers uh would disparage her for but i don't know we're gonna see if the legacy of rbg's death ends up being uh court stacking court packing rather um because the size of the Supreme Court is not in the Constitution. It doesn't have to be nine people. Congress can set the number. In fact, the Supreme Court was seven justices for a number of years, and then about 150 years ago, it was expanded to nine. So if the Republicans are trying to... Uh, drag the Supreme Court further to the right then the Democratic response the next time they're in power might be to have to add Supreme Court justices to try to balance it out of course there could be a slippery slope there but I'll blame Trump and McConnell and other pieces of crap like Lindsey Graham but RIP RBG I wish you could have hung on a little longer.
1: It's dark over here. Sorry about that. I don't know what that's all about. How's it going?
2: Good. Good. Really?
1: Oh, no, I'm You're sorry. On.
0: Well, here we are again, talking about the Suckfest that is 2020.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Specifically,
0: Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, dying yesterday, September 18th, at the age of 87.
1: God bless her. I didn't realize she was that old. I hadn't read any of the articles. Yes, she was that
0: old, and I needed her to be a little bit older. Oh, you I'm bereft. Older. I'm bereft. I can't handle this. Like I was telling you earlier, I feel like my own grandmother died. Right. So I yeah. am, above all else, so sad for Justice Ginsburg herself that she died knowing Trump was still In office, I don't know if either of you have heard the various reports that her granddaughter, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's granddaughter, said that her grandmother's final wish was that she was not replaced on the Supreme Court until a new president had taken office. Right, and then of course,
1: I I love that. I love that she was. Until the very end, she was still saying that type of thing.
0: Yeah, I think, I mean, that's one of her character, I don't even know, like character triumphs or what she's most known for is that she would speak her mind, this diminutive, tiny little woman, you know, who looked like you could blow her over with a strong wind. Right. She just didn't pull many punches to use a cliche that is unworthy of her. But, uh, I mean, that's how she got her nicknames, you know, like Notorious RBG and <laughs>
1: Yes. <laughs> but,
0: um, yes, yeah, so, I mean, as you know, I was devastated. Um, she, I don't know, most of our listeners may or may not know. I mean, she's been battling various cancers for decades. Right. Um, And finally succumbed to complications from pancreatic cancer, which this is not even the first bout of pancreatic cancer she had. Yeah. Which is crazy in and of itself, because as you may recall, John Lewis died of pancreatic cancer back in July, and he died within six months of his diagnosis. Pancreatic cancer is... A very, very, very deadly cancer. Right. The fact that she survived it even once was a miracle. Um, She also had lung cancer at some point. She had colon cancer. I
1: know. I mean, for the last year or two, she's been battling falls and cancer and all sorts of crazy things.
0: I know, and she just loved her work so much in the Supreme Court that she She just never wanted to give it up. And I feel like in some circles, um, you know, people are going to judge her for that. Maybe, I know, maybe far left, though, because, you know, as you pointed out, you didn't realize how old she was. Right. And, you know, we had two terms of a Democratic president. And as we've seen, it's not completely out of the question that a Supreme Court justice would retire and be replaced by retirement, not death. I mean, we got Brett Kavanaugh, thanks to Anthony Kennedy, stepping down. He didn't die. He just said right. he to retire. And, well, not to make this about him, but- no. I feel like he did that for political reasons. And RBG just wasn't that type of a person, or maybe she really thought Hillary was going to win, but. Maybe. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't, I was so shocked. I mean, I was so shocked. Some of my lawyer friends, a lawyer friend of mine, we have a thread and uh, I read it there first on the text and I, actually first thought, I'm like, oh my God, she has to be wrong. Like, there's no way RBG could die. This must be one of those hoaxes. Right. Right. But but MB, you said you were gathering some, uh, some kind of reactions to share with us. I think you were looking a lot on Twitter. Do you have anything you'd like to like to share with us about Notorious RBG?
2: I'm still looking for for tweets about her.
0: Okay, you well, you texted us some. Let's see what you sent here. Uh, one was a tweet from Nina Totenberg, who's a longtime Supreme Court correspondent who works.
1: I do you hear that, Michael,
0: for NPR. Yes.
1: Yeah, something's going on with your sound.
0: My sound?
1: Yeah, you sound no. like you sound like a robot. You know, star wars movie right now you sound like an android <laughs> that's happened before
0: i can't hear it on my end so we'll just see this may be a very futuristic podcast because i'm certain i don't have the editing skills for that but anywho so nina totenberg tweeted hashtag rbg planned to retire in 2017 when she expected hillary clinton to take office as the first female president fate dealt her a different deck of cards. Well, and didn't it deal us all a different deck of cards? Right. See. Um. see. Oh yeah, I heard this before. So someone named Caitlin Collins tweeted, quote, O'Connor who had breast cancer in the 1980s advised Ginsburg to schedule chemotherapy for Friday so that she would have the weekend to recover for oral arguments. Neither woman missed a day on the bench. So that might've been a retweet from Jeffrey Tubin on RBG in 2013. Okay. Let's see. Uh, who said this? I don't know. Oh, Senator Elizabeth Warren tweeted, Ruthie was my friend and I will miss her terribly. We did Senator Elizabeth Warren. The t-shirt simply labeled RBG made her notorious. It was her wit, her tenaciousness, and her skill as a jurist that made her an icon. Uh, uh, I just, I don't even know what to say. I have mean, something. Such an amazing person. Sorry, go ahead, Andy.
2: Ed O'Keefe of CBS News says, during a 1 p.m. conference call of at-Senate-Dum's aides, say Chuck Schumer told his colleagues, let me be clear, if Leader McConnell and Senate Republicans move forward with this, then nothing is off the table for next year. Nothing is off the table. Well, I mean, that assumes assumes. Schumer Schumer thinks thinks the Democrats are going to retake the House and the
0: Senate. Senate. Which, right. is, is what I hope. But yeah, I mean that raises an interesting point, MB, in and one that I think RBG herself would be in favor of is that yeah, the there has to be consistency, you know, for a civilized democracy to survive and continue. Um, I think, as we all know, the three of us familiar that, you know, back in 2016, Justice Antonin Scalia died early in the year, I think in February, and President Obama nominated somebody to replace him on the Supreme Court, and Mitch McConnell refused to hold any hearings. He said, no, this is an election year. No Supreme Court justice should be confirmed during an election year. We should wait until November to see what the people say which first of all is just so illogical. That's not how it works. At that current time, you have the people in office who were elected by the country. You don't just get to take away 10 months of their tenure because you think it will be to your benefit to wait. In my mind, I would try to prosecute uh, Mitch McConnell. I would try to indict him for treason and high crimes and misdemeanors. So I'm gonna actually start giving a lot of money to Amy McGrath, who is running against him. And I just think a tribute to RBG's legacy would be for McConnell to be voted out of Congress. Of course, he's such a piece of crap that he'll still try to push somebody through in a lame duck session, but- yep. And the sad thing with all of this is we would only need like three or four decent Republicans to go against McConnell and say, you know what? This is not the time for a Supreme Court justice vote this soon to the election, close to the election. Um, You know, we can't do a proper vetting and schedule hearings before that. Now, arguably, you know, Trump and the Republicans' hold the White House and the Senate, then you know there isn't a lame duck session really. I mean, some of the people might turn over, but you could arguably start the confirmation hearings then. But anyway, sorry, back to RBG. It, this is the worst too, that her legacy is being co-opted by Trump and McConnell. I mean, even if she had passed away under another Republican president who wasn't such a piece of crap, I mean, it might have been concerning for some people, but it just wouldn't have been handled this way, I think.
1: Well,
0: I don't know. So, but yeah, RBG, of course, as we know, she was known for her dissent collars. You could always tell when she was going to file a dissenting opinion. She had a special collar that she wore. Uh, and that, you know, that's what she's known for. I, I dissent. Um, and, you know, I mean, yes, she was a liberal justice, but I think anyone who felt inclined to read her opinions, whether they were in the majority or in the dissent, I think would see that she was a very thoughtful Justice, who did think that you know she was best applying the law to the facts of the case.
2: uh,
1: How long was she a justice for on the Supreme Court? Twenty-seven years.
0: Yeah, just her anniversary was in August. She was confirmed by the Senate in August of nineteen ninety-three after being nominated by President Bill Clinton. Um. So you know. a lengthy tenure but certainly i don't think the longest tenure on the supreme court as we know they're appointed for life so some of them stay on there for quite a long time right uh, but yeah i don't know one thing you might not know about her wrist that would endear her to you a bit more was well, she was a wine connoisseur she loved her yeah. wine <laughs> that i
1: did know that i did know it's one of the many reasons why i liked her well, she was just such a good person. I mean,
0: if you think about it, like, I'm sure if you didn't know before you have heard, like, she and Justice Scalia were besties. Uh,
1: yes, I, did. I, I mean, knew maybe, that, too. Though they had completely
0: opposite, you know, political or legal thought processes or decision-making. Um, you know, she was like the classic. They were the classic pair. Like, people can still be friends. Right. We can disagree and still be friends. And uh, I did appreciate at least that Justice Roberts, Chief Justice Roberts, you know, did say kind things about her, which I don't know that anybody on the Supreme Court, if somebody died, would actually say unkind things about a fellow colleague, but.
1: Right.
2: I
0: haven't been following much of the Republican, coverage, because I'm just worried that they would say things that are too, um,
2: upsetting. (laughs) That's true. Well,
1: I've seen, I haven't seen much coverage, but what I've seen so far has been pretty benign. Respectful.
2: Nothing negative.
1: Very, yeah, respectful.
0: I did have a friend, she had... Texted me, she said, Great segment on Fox this AM about Scalia and Ginsburg's lasting friendship. Stumbled upon it when turning on YouTube TV. I have to say, it was so refreshing to see Scalia's son spoke highly of her and the friendship his dad and her had.
1: Oh, that's nice.
0: Yeah. Um, all right, if I'm being perfectly honest and forthright, I did turn on CNN for a little bit last night because my lawyer friend had texted that there was a tribute to her on CNN. And as you know, I like to flip channels because I always like to see what the other channels are doing. Like I like to flip between CNN, MSNBC, and Fox. I switched over to Fox for, I'm gonna say literally probably a total of five seconds. And I saw Tucker Carlson there and of course my head wanted to explode. (laughs) I listened to him ask one question. I don't even know who he was talking to, but he said, he said, I'm going to ask what I hope is a respectful question and I'm looking for a respectful answer. And his question to whomever he was speaking was, what do you think, and I don't know if he called her RBG or Justice Ginsburg or whatnot, legacy on the court is? Or I think that was his question. If not, he's like, her, what her, the legacy of her legal jurisprudence is maybe. And like I said, I couldn't listen to the answer because- Why? Why? Yeah. Because I was afraid it would upset me.
1: Oh my God, now you left us hanging. I wanna know what the answer was. I know, I'm sorry. I thought maybe you were watching Tucker last night. I don't know, I thought maybe you could tell me. No, we were not. We were, I got caught up watching my sha- escape to the Chateau.
0: Oh, that's right. Well, I think, um, I don't know. I think anybody who dares, well, oh my gosh. Did you guys hear about what that a-hole from Georgia, Doug
2: Collins,
1: texted? Yes.
2: Tweeted I mean? Yes.
1: Can you believe yes. that? No, I didn't see what he said. Tell me, reveal it for
0: our audiences. All right. Well, this is what I saw, MB. You can tell me if you saw something different. It was basically like "R.I.P. to the 30 million babies who were murdered." Yeah, I did while see that. Justice Ginsburg was on the bench, which first of all, I was thinking there is no way there were 30 million abortions Uh, in 27 years. And I was just like, what kind of complete a-hole are you?
1: Okay, this is what he said. He said, rip to the more than 30 million innocent babies that have been murdered during the decades that Ruth Bader Ginsburg defended pro-abortion laws. Um, with real Donald Trump nominating a replacement that values human life, generations of unborn children have a chance to live. I don't know what he was thinking by saying that. Uh, 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 well, he's yep. trying
0: to ignite his base, or he's right, just right, right. a wackadoodle. You know, here's the. Uh, all right, not to devolve this into a conversation about abortion, but this is right. the thing that I always feel about people like him. Okay, the 30 million innocent babies. I wanna clarify and make sure you mean all the babies, not just the white babies. You mean the black babies, the Hispanic babies, the Asian babies, right? Because people like Doug Collins are the ones who seem afraid that you know the whites in this country are not gonna be the majority for much longer. So just wanna make sure you mean all the babies and also all those babies, right? Like you're gonna support them when they are growing up, right? Because you're basically forcing somebody who doesn't want to have the child to have the child.
1: Right. Well, it's funny what, if you read what she, Ruth Bader Ginsburg had said, uh, when a state severely limits access to safe and legal procedures, women in desperate circumstances may resort to unlicensed rogue practitioners, phrodinia and at great risk to their health and safety. So you know what? This is just somebody who's ranting about nonsense, and he's running for senate. He's trying right.
0: to be U.S.
1: senator from this state of Georgia. Right. I don't yep. understand. So I don't. I think he just shot himself in the foot, and I hope he did. I hope he did. That's what I'm seeing. That, that's what I'm seeing on uh, Twitter. Well,
0: I, I hope you're right. I don't actually know that he's even electable to the U.S. Senate, but that, that scares me because he's running or he's trying to, because um, Isaacson is retiring, right, So, yeah. he, or has retired. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I just think, I mean, I think abortion is an unfortunate and sometimes medically necessary situation. And I'm fine judging people on a case-by-case basis. I don't need the state to regulate it. (laughs) Personal judgment. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, I just, I don't know. Madness, I say. I, yeah, it's just, it's, it's too much for me. Um, and I will say I saw something on Twitter as well. Let's see, who is this person? Um, I don't know. I just found a tweet by some random person, to me, random, named Arlen Parsa. who says, here for justice, an overthinker mainly, but my business cards say documentary filmmaker. And he said, he tweeted a picture and said, this is the person Trump will likely try to appoint to RBG's seat. Amy Coney Barrett wants to destroy RBG's legacy. A disciple of Scalia, she wants to erase marriage equality, destroy women's rights, and impose her religious views on us. Do not be fooled because she is a woman. He goes on to say, she is a Catholic extremist with seven children who does not believe employers should be required to provide health care coverage for birth control. She wants the rest of American women to be stuck with her extreme lifestyle. Hmm. Oh, it also says, listen to this. It says, guess who was on the legal team that successfully halted counting Florida votes in 2000, ensuring Bush would win the electoral college even though he lost the popular vote. Trump's likely RBG replacement, Amy Coney Barrett, flew down to Florida to make people stop counting votes. All right, I'll I'll have to do a little bit of research on her. Uh,
1: Don't, it'll hurt your brain. Don't even give her time.
0: I don't know. It is interesting here, though. It says she's
1: a former Scalia clerk. Then she should know better than to get that type of involved because she should know that Scalia was best friends with RBG. Come on. Come on. Like, why would
2: you...
0: Well, we don't. I mean, we don't. I don't know anything about her feelings about possibly being nominated. This is just some documentary filmmaker's speculation, right? I I don't know what his expertise is. Um, I mean, I had heard at one point that Trump was saying his sister would make a good Supreme Court justice. His sister, who's a judge. I was like, well, that would be classic. Yeah. <laughs> right. That would be classic. Let's see. Uh, I guess Amy Coney Barrett is currently on the Seventh Circuit, and Trump told McConnell in a conversation last night that he liked Amy Coney Barrett and Barbara Lagoa, who's on the 11th. Hmm. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Amy Coney Barrett is our age, Marissa. She was born in 1972.
1: We're still older than her. (laughs) Yes, you're older than her.
0: I am not.
1: Okay, just a side note, a relevant side note. I was on the court with somebody earlier today. MB, I was with your mom. And yeah. I was playing with someone who's new to the game of tennis. And we found out that she's 31. And I just went, uh.
0: Basically young <laughs> enough to be your daughter, technically.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, ouch.
0: Oh, uh, RBG, why couldn't you hang on for, like, six more weeks? Why, universe? Why do you do this to us? My
2: question is, does she get to lie in the Capitol building in oh, D.C.? Yeah.
0: yeah, that's an interesting uh-huh. question. However, she is Jewish, and in the Jewish faith, um, the tradition is to bury the dead as soon as possible, like, right. literally sometimes the next day, but usually no later than three days. So I just, I don't know if if she was, if she was a practicing Jew, then I would think no, she would not lie in state. Um, I also don't know if Supreme Court justices do that. I don't remember with Scalia, I
1: feel like. I don't think he was.
0: Yeah, I feel like maybe that's an honor reserved to,
1: um members President, of Congress yeah members of Congress
0: so um I will say one of my younger brothers the more liberal of the two he's very worked up about the state of the country um I don't know where he's getting his information from but he technically texted me something. He said, Lindsey Graham better not break his effing word. Does anybody know what Lindsey Graham's word is? No. I don't don't know. And he said, um, maybe that he
1: would stand for not for. um, Maybe he would
0: say, no, we can't.
1: Correct. We can't.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. I hadn't
0: heard that Lindsey Graham was saying that. I feel like the female senators from Alaska and Maine who have been disappointing in not keeping their promises or doing what they say they will do, said that they would not be okay with confirming the Supreme Court justice in a lame duck session, which the lame duck session technically starts after the election, because you'll have some people that won't be returning to the Senate, right? Wow. So to give them power for the, final six weeks before the new Congress is sworn in, they usually don't do that. But um, yeah, my brother, he thinks we need to change to 17-year terms for the justices. So I'm not sure where he's getting that recommendation from either.
1: Um, What an odd number.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it's so that it doesn't coincide with like presidential election years, maybe, if it had
1: some type of... um... Do we know offhand who the longest serving Supreme Court justice ever was? Like how many years?
0: Ever? No, I don't off the top of my head. Although, because it could be somebody way back in the day. Yeah, let's Um, see. Gosh, I'm trying to think. I mean, I feel like Thurgood Marshall was on the bench for a long time. Um, But maybe so was... um,
1: Uh, William Douglas. uh, uh, 36 years, seven months, and eight days from 1939
0: to 1975. Okay, wow. All right. Yeah, that's... A pretty long time. Is there a list
1: there? Like, how long did John Paul
0: Stevens serve? Does it say there? Uh,
1: yes. Let's ho- see. Hold on. Uh, let's see. It did say. Uh,
2: all
1: right. William Douglas and Stephen Johnson Field from 1863 to 1897. Uh, hold on. John Paul Stevens. He came in third.
2: OK,
0: yeah, I thought he was
1: 1975 to 2010.
0: Yeah I, I, yeah, I thought he was up there, kind of in the more recent history.
1: Oh, uh, I remember him.
0: Yeah, he was an interesting justice. He did good.
1: So how many Dems versus Republicans do we have on the Supreme Court? Now, it I know well, it, it was, was a five, four split
0: with um, with now that RBG, if Trump gets to nominate someone, then it'll go six, three. Gotcha. So the only, um, yeah, the only liberals remaining on the court are uh, Elena Kagan, Sonia Sotomayor and Stephen Breyer, I believe, and then the rest are Republican or Republican appointees anyway. Um, Hmm. Okay. So yeah, this is weird. I mean, I shared with you what my brother texted me and then I Googled it and CNN, according to CNN, Graham commits to supporting Trump, quote, in any effort to move forward in filling Ginsburg's seat. So I'm not sure what my brother thought um, his promise was, but I don't think it would be...
1: I don't think it would be that. Yeah, no. Guess not.
2: And uh, I believe Graham is up for reelection this year. Yeah, his race in South Carolina is tight. Yes, I believe I get a lot of um, donation requests from Jamie Harrison, who I believe is running against him. But. Diane, oh. Diane Feinstein of the, of, the, of the Senate Judiciary Committee Democrats uh, Chairman Graham says there cannot be one set of rules for a Republican president and one set for a Democratic president in considering a nominee for the Supreme Court before the next inauguration would be wholly inappropriate.
0: Holy. So when, do you have a date on that when he said that? It,
2: Dianne Feinstein said that at two forty-five p.m. But when did Lindsey Graham say what he said? No, that was what—that's what the Democrats oh, said. That's what Democrats
0: said, "Okay, sorry, that's what Feinstein." Yeah, I mean, except yes. So logically, you would think that would be true. Sadly, there's nothing the Democrats can do about it unless they can get three or four Republican senators to change their minds about this, but it said, uh, let's see, Graham claimed in a string of tweets that, quote, the two biggest changes regarding the Senate and judicial confirmations that have occurred in the last decade have come from Democrats, end quote, adding later, Quote, in light of these two events, I will support President at real Donald Trump in any effort to move forward regarding the recent vacancy created by the passing of Justice Ginsburg. The two biggest changes, what are they? He doesn't even say what they are.
1: <laughs> that makes no. Okay. I'm sorry, are we
0: supposed to like read your mind? Great. That's just so weird. Uh. Let's see, quote, you had the president of one party nominating, and you had the Senate in the hands of the other party. A situation where you've got them both would be different. I don't want to speculate, but I think appointing judges is a high priority for me in 2020, end
2: quote. So that's Graham. I'm just surprised by RBG's fitness routine. Oh my gosh, yeah. (laughs) He
0: was a beast. In the workout arena, I know, right? That was that was one of her most impressive things. Who knows? Maybe that is actually how she ended up surviving so many rounds of cancer. But yeah, that was she was she was famous for that. It was hard. Every team was no joke. I mean, she had to do planks. How huh. many? How many of you love planks, huh? I love planks.
1: You, you I,
2: do? I don't love planks. I don't either. Or wall squats. Wall squats are hard.
1: I could do those too. I don't did
0: like- Did you do body. wall squats? She did. She did wall squats, yes, with an exercise ball. I'm not, I don't like burpees what? or push-ups. Did she do push-ups? I uh, don't probably. She did do push-ups. She did, push-up. she did medicine ball push-ups nice she's probably in, but for the cancer she was probably in better shape than i <laughs> at least in a strength wise i don't know we'd see who could keep up with whose workout i suspect she could keep up with mine and maybe not me with hers but
2: i bet when she i bet she i bet when she was on the supreme court i bet she challenged the rest of the justices To a workout competition, I That would have
0: been classic. Should have been like, throw down. Let's just say, yeah. That would be awesome.
2: Uh, Oh, my gosh. Wow. And 2020 keeps on piling on us. It really does. COVID. And we still got ready for this
1: election.
0: When are the white hats going to get a break? That's right, people.
2: COVID. Murder Hornets. John Lewis. A whole dying. Bunch of, uh, now RB yeah. dying.
0: Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant. I know how can we I mean he he you can barely even remember him since I was back in January pre-COVID. Oh. I don't know. This is this is a mobilization of the bases. Who is gonna come out? Who cares about RBG? Do the fourth wave feminists, men or women, care enough about the Supreme Court and the impact it can have on this country to actually get out and vote? We saw they did not come out and vote strongly enough for Hillary, our Barack Obama voters. We did not get those in 2016. Barack, President Barack Obama has received the largest popular vote counts in the history of presidential elections, both in 2008 and 2012. And that is who we need again in 2020.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, to RBG. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please head on over to Apple Podcasts or Google Play to rate, review, and subscribe. We'd really appreciate it. You can also follow us on our social media accounts. On Twitter, that's at A Wit Podcast. On Facebook, you can find our A Walk in the Park Facebook page by searching at A wit Podcast. And on Instagram, you can find us at A Walk in the Park Podcast. We'd love to hear from you.